Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am here this morning, uh, Maggie Cavanaugh here with Melissa Johnson. And I am super excited to have her as my guest this morning because I've known Melissa for probably about, what, 11 years I met you, something like that, 12, something like that. Before she came to Tennessee, I had the honor of meeting her. You know, I love the first fruits and God honored me with allowing me to meet her while she was still, I believe, a Florida resident, right? Yes, in Florida, correct. I lived in Florida for 20 years, so I love me some Florida. So mm -hmm. she grew up as a pastor's child. And we all know mm -hmm. that PKs are some of the coolest people and some yes, of the most equipped people mm -hmm. in the area of life because mm -hmm. they've seen it all from both directions. They've seen the world, but they've seen the church and they've grown up right. in that. And uh, I met her, let's see, I met her through her brother, Mitch mm -hmm. Johnson, mm -hmm. uh, Chris, who we all know and love. Mm -hmm. And if you're not following him, you need to, because Zion's got some stuff going on. Mm -hmm. uh, but this morning, I want to talk to you all about my sweet sister in Christ, because she is just, you know, I was telling her earlier, I was thinking about the scripture, all thanks to all people. Because she is wow. a discipleship pastor at her church, Zion, here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and she's constantly imparting in people. And in addition to that, she is able to be the, you know, the full package of a licensed real estate agent. <laughs> She's also a cosmetologist. That's hence mm -hmm. the hair. So yeah. now I know. Now I know what was going on with Toya because uh, her sister-in-law has the best hair, and she's always getting it done. I bet you you got something to do with that. <laughs> we do do that. <laughs> yeah. So because I, I think she was trained as well on that, right? So y'all know how to look good. So y'all right. help me help the sister out. <laughs> but not, not only that, she's a, a, an author, a speaker, mm -hmm. a sister in Christ, and just a mentor to many. And so this morning, I wanted to bring her on here because well, for one reason, she's got this awesome new book, okay, uh, that's out. And I am just, we were talking about the inner beauty and how we need to tap into that because God doesn't make any junk. He wants to bring that beautification out. But before that, she had an awesome devotional uh, mm -hmm. that I highly encourage y'all to get a hold of because the name of it just makes me thirsty. That's the name of thirsty. <laughs> and I've seen that when we were talking the other day and I seen the name Thirsty, I automatically thought about Les Brown. You know, he talks about being hungry. hungry. I want to be hungry and thirsty. I want to be thirsty for the Lord. Right. So, you know, anyway, all of that. Said, <laughs> we're just having us a good time this morning. So we want to thank the viewers that are watching this on the replay. If you're watching it on the replay, hit hashtag replay so that we know that you are here. We will respond to the comments after the broadcast because we're, we're, we're live streaming on multiple platforms. Mm -hmm. And so we want to get this out to as many people as possible. So we appreciate you sharing this with your tribe, getting this out to anyone that knows uh, what it's like to be a woman and sometimes maybe not feel so beautiful. I know uh, for many of us, we in, in the past, we've had self image issues mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. maybe even currently you're struggling with seeing yourself as beautiful. So mm -hmm. you need to stay tuned here while we reach this con uh, this content and talk about this amazing book that she's got out that is relaunching. She's, you know, doing a Bible study with some people now. Super mm -hmm. exciting. But first mm -hmm. I want to say and ask my sister, how do you do it all? All things, all people. I mean, you're wearing all these hats. You're doing all these things. Let's talk about that because so many people don't know how to balance Mm -hmm. Talk about balance. Okay. Well, um, first of all, Maggie, I want to say thank you so much for the invite to be on the show today. It's such an honor to be with you. I appreciate it so much. And so, um, yes, I do have quite um, a few hats that I wear. And so, the, um, as I was sharing with you earlier, um, some of those hats are just a part of who I am. You know, so they 
um, as I'm doing them, it's just a part of my life. It's just, you know, it's just my everyday life. But I have found that I had to still schedule. I had to make a schedule for myself. You know, I had to decide, okay, on these, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, it's real estate. On, you know, on uh, Tuesday and Thursday, I'll work on some books or whatever the case may be. So I had to put that that schedule together um and then i also just balancing out family time on sundays you know my family comes over to my mom's house and we all eat together so in order to be able to do all of those things i had to put myself um on a schedule or as we said earlier do some time management to be able to balance now i'm still a little off balance just a little bit you know in my social life but um i'm working on that as well but that's how that's that's just the way you have to do it you know, you just have to determine what's important to you, um, the things that make up who you are, you know, and being able to get them done because there's no excuse. Uh, like we also share, everybody has 24 hours in a day and it's, it just depends on you, how you choose to use those hours and what you choose to get done um, during that time. And so that's how I do it. <laughs> That's amazing because see a lot of people think that I that it is that it is something that we're just born with and it's not mm -hmm. true. You have mm -hmm. to cultivate these skills. You know, right. I, I I raised you know two boys, single parent, working full time, mm -hmm. getting mm -hmm. an education, going to college. You know, mm -hmm. all of these different things, and I had to sacrifice some things. Right. You know, you had to say no to some things because you've already right. said yes to some other things. Right. So, but we're going to get you hooked up with the spiritual or the the social life because you got <laughs> you got to get out there, girl. People need to know more about you. So oh, I'm super okay. excited about that. But you're right. We have to time block. We have to, you know, we have to either get up a little early, stay a little mm -hmm. later. If it's mm -hmm. a priority to us, we'll make right. it happen. So right. we'll have to do another broadcast another time talking about that specifically because I think that everybody out there has the opportunity to be able to manage their life, to be able to do what they're called to do by the Lord, mm -hmm. with the business in the marketplace, right? you know, to use their gifts and talents, you know, like yeah. you found time to write these books. These books right. are amazing. And well, so first you. I want to talk a little bit about the devotional. What okay. motivated you to write Thirsty and how did you come up with that title? Because I'm thirsty well, now. Thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, what motivated me to write this book was um, years ago um, and when I was serving at my dad's church and I had a young lady come to me and she said, you know, Pastor Johnson, can you help me, um, you know, with my walk? She said, because it's hard for me to just read. You know, I need something to do so I can write and those types of things. So that's, that started me on doing workbooks and things of that nature. So the, um, this particular one, it started out as more of a praise and worship devotional just for myself. So like I said, I sat on it for probably about 10 years. And finally, um, you know, I just got to a place where I was just like, like, God, I want more from you. It seems like I'm stuck, like I'm stagnant, you know, and what came in my mind was the scripture in Psalms where it says, as the deer that pants for the water brook, so my soul is longing after you. And so I just found myself, you know, just thirsty for more of God. And he said, well, you already have a devotional. So I took my own devotional and I went back and I went through it myself. You know, I actually did it myself and it refreshed me. And I said, you know what? It's time for me to just go ahead and put this together, you know, say, so go ahead and bind it up, go ahead and put it out and share it with others because if it blessed me, then I know it will bless other people as well. Amen. So that was the motivation for thirsty, just wanting more of God, just Amen. 
yeah. That I have a, de a devotional as well that I kind of formulated just like that. You know, wow. morning moments with the Lord. And, you know, every once in a while I'd share something on social media and people would be like, man, that resonated with me. And I'm like, right. it, it, it was for me. I mean, y'all can use it, but <laughs> it was mine. <laughs> Uh -huh. Oh, that's so good. And listen, for those of you watching and want to know how you can get thirsty, it's on Amazon. Is it on any other plant platforms right now? And Amazon is it right Amazon now. Amazon is it. And we all love Amazon. You can get it on Prime and so forth. So, yeah. you know. So well, I also have it, Maggie. I'm sorry. I have some as well. So they can also contact me if they would okay. like. And I can send it to them as well. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So if you're not already following Melissa on, on Facebook, you need to go do that. Okay. As soon as this broadcast is over, is it, it's Melissa Johnson. What is, what is your, your follow Facebook page? It is, it is um, Melissa A. Johnson. I am Melissa Johnson. Ooh. I am Melissa Johnson. Oh, yes. that's a bold statement, sister. Let's talk about that for a minute. I am. You know what that says to me? That says I'm confident in who I am in Christ. I am Melissa Johnson. There's no, there is no other. There's nobody <laughs> else. You're like so wonderfully made. You are so unique that God had to do that. How did you come up with that title? Well, you you said it right there. It's just that um, that's one of my favorite scriptures is Psalms um, 139. You know, that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and that my soul knows very well. I always like to say that part with an attitude, you know, like I know that I am. And so just the I am Melissa Johnson, you know, just all the things as we we're talking today, all the things that I am. I'm not just this, you know, but I'm also I'm not just a pastor. I'm not just a pastor's kid, but I'm also a realtor. I'm also a cosmetologist. I'm also strong. I'm also um, um, and motivating, you know, I'm also loyal. And so, you know, I'm, you know, just all those things that I am. And so when you get me, you know, when you come in contact with me, I'm going to bless your life, you know, because of the God that's in me. So that's where I come up with that. I am Melissa Johnson. I believe that. I totally <laughs> believe that. Cause I, I know I, I very rarely get to see you. I run into you. I, I think last time I seen you was at the TV station, mm -hmm. and, you know, so I very rarely get to see you, but I always take the opportunity. You know, you said something that I am more than just one thing, you know, mm -hmm. you know, he's, we are so multifaceted. Right. And there are different things in different seasons for different reasons, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I love the fact that he gives you the boldness to say, "I am." Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am Melissa Johnson. I am a daughter of the King. That's so mm -hmm. awesome. And I've been uh, trying to catch. I don't catch all of the broadcasts, but I try to tune in whenever you or uh, Bishop Chris is doing the Pastor Plus. Pastor Plus. Let's plug for that. Let's tell the people about that because when I seen that, I was like, "That's right." We uh -huh. are more than just one thing. A lot yeah. of people put God in a box. Right. A lot of times they want to put us in a box. Like, right. Put in a box that she's just a counselor, you know? Right. And I'm like, you know, yes, I have counseled in the past. That is what my degree is. Mm -hmm. But it's mm -hmm. not my identity. You know? right. And so I've got all of these other areas. So let's talk about Pastor Plus for just a moment so okay. that viewers will know about that. Okay. Well, Pastor Plus is a concept, you know, it's a conversation that we're having um, because we've seen, you know, as you said earlier, growing up as pre preacher kids, um, being in the church all the time. And so we we saw and we see where uh, those in ministry are becoming burnt out because they think that all that they have to do is just church, is just ministry, you know? And so we, we remember the conversation that my dad had when he got to the end, when he was ready to retire, he said, but I don't have anything else to do because he had not tapped into 
all the other things that he was. So he thought he had to continue to do ministry. So we're having a conversation around that because there's so many preachers that are that are quitting, that are, um, you know, that are walking away, that are committing suicide because they're burnt out in ministry. And so the conversation is, yes, God has called you to ministry. Right. But you have so much more to do. He's also called us out into the marketplace. You know, he, he's also given us uh, uh, gifts and talents that we can use outside of the church to bless the world, you know? And so that's the conversation we're having that though you have, though you do ministry, though you pastor, you're only doing that on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? But what are you doing Monday through Saturday? How are you, how are you impacting the world in those other areas? There's more to you than just ministry because a lot of them are fathers. A lot of them had dreams and had goals even before they started ministry, you know? And so they seem to think that just because I've started ministry or just because I'm pastoring, now all my goals, all my dreams, all my passions that I have have to be put to the side. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm still going to do those. Right. And then on Sunday, I'm going to minister to the people of God, you know, and so I'm going to do everything that God has placed in me. And so we like to we want to we, we encourage everybody. I think uh, it was Bishop T.D. Jakes also who said, you know, to die empty. Because there's more in you than just ministering. Yes. And because we also know, just of course, because we grew up in the church, that when um, you're done with ministry, right, you still have to live. You still have to be happy. And how can I minister and pour out to the people of God if I am empty? And so we have to, we want to make sure we're having this conversation about making sure that you're full, making sure that you feel fulfilled, um, making sure, you know, that you are accomplishing your goals and your dreams, even as you minister to the people of God and encourage them to do the same. So that's the whole concept with a uh, conversation with Pastor Plus. <laughs> I love that because it's an important conversation that needs to take place. You know, mm -hmm. I think about in, in the terms of, you know, marriage. Okay. So I've done a lot of marriage counseling in the past. Mm -hmm. and I have had so many couples that their focus has been only on their kids and they did not enrich their marriage and then their kids go off to college and then all of a sudden their marriage is in a wreck they don't know each other they don't right. even like each other you know right. and it's, it's kind of like that with ministry we've right. got to be able to allow the lord to go through every area of her life and i actually met your brother in corporate america because i was doing marketplace ministry mm -hmm. and i had a bible study called basic and he okay. would and i'd love to have him come in because he's just so deep and rich with the word and it just really catapulted in the hearts of the people listening mm -hmm. but, you know it's called brothers and sisters in christ now, mm -hmm. see, doing the basic ministry while i was being a claims adjuster, you know, because it is important that we do not let just one thing drive us. We, right. we, we've got a lot of people to reach, you know, our time on the earth is short. We right. need to utilize it wisely. And I'm so glad you guys are having that conversation because mm -hmm. I'm tired of seeing my brothers and sisters in ministry hit the burnout wall, you mm -hmm. know, and it is tragic. It's tragic. Mm -hmm. It's tragic. Uh, and I, I love the quote by T.D. Jakes and it's so true. So, uh -huh. so. yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Which brings us to that beautiful beautification that the Lord has put in us and each and every one. If you're a man watching this, this is for you too. You are beautiful. I don't care what anybody says. It is right. a feminine term. It is an right. internal thing that God has placed in us because, mm -hmm. you know, we are made in the image of God. And mm -hmm. we believe that. So when mm -hmm. we're in the mirror going, man, more gray. Oh, wait, I have a whole lot of gray. No. 
or going on another wrinkle, you know, we are made in the image of God and, right. you know, fearfully and wonderfully made. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. What drove you to write a book about this, Melissa? I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, um, Maggie, it started as a guide um, because, of, as we've said, I'm a cosmetologist. And so I, I've seen and I know that uh, several people, you know, they just can't afford to go to the salon. So it started out with, as just a little a uh, little guy that I was giving some tips on, you know, how to beautify at home, you know, some things that you can do, how to put your hair in a simple bun, you know, to still be beautiful, even when you can't afford it. So it started out there, but then the Lord just began to minister to me, you know, and just showed me, I have made you a beautifier, not just for the outside, but also for the inside, you know, so even in ministry, right? So what are we doing when we're, when we're ministering to people and we're helping them to change their life, we're beautifying them, right? Um, <clears throat> and helping them to change and become better, uh, to clean up their spirit. And so from there, it just moved over into now the whole character thing. So the book is actually broken down into three parts. And so, like I said, I deal first with the, the character. Um, I have broken the word beautiful down into an acronym. Um, and so, yeah, and so I'll just share the first one, which is B, right? And so I believe, my thought process is, I believe that everybody can be beautiful because the Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes that God has made everything beautiful in its time, right? And so when he looked at man, when he created man, he said, yes, they are, they are good. It is beautiful. It's fitting. It's appropriate. And so he's made everything beautiful in his time. And so the B means brilliant. I believe everyone can be brilliant. I believe everyone is clever and talented. I believe everyone can shine. You know, um, you know, the Bible tells us, uh, rise and shine for your light has come, right? So, um, so I just, I've broken that down to deal with the character because we have so many things on the inside of us and you know and we we have brilliance that we have not yet tapped into there's brilliance in us that we don't even realize that we know and that's because a lot of people have low esteem and they have low um um you know they feel inadequate insufficient insufficient insignificant and so i've broken all of that down that word beautiful and i'm i'm sharing that and then of course um in the second part we go into um I go into dealing with the emotional and, and the mental, you know, giving us thoughts. Um, and we're dealing, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with the mind and the emotions, like what, what's beautiful to you? And so it's a workbook as well. So they're having to ask these questions. What makes that beautiful? What does beauty mean to you? And then, of course, the third part, which is what I originally started with, was just those tips. And so that is the whole concept of the book. It's just to walk through it, to let everyone know that they are beautiful. God, you know, I believe that everybody can be beautiful in its time. And so I'm reminded um, when I'm thinking about that in time, I'm reminded of Esther. You remember Esther had to go through a whole year, um, um, the whole year process of beautification before she could spend one night with the king. And so, <laughs> and so when I when I put those two together, he's made everything beautiful in time. That lets me know that the beautification is a process. Yes. You know, it's a process. And so um, we have to, and, and, and our whole sanctification, you know, the whole sanctification, God working in us and, and getting rid of old mindsets and getting rid of anger, working on our forgiveness or unforgiveness all of that is a process but as we work it out right as we go through the process the other side is beauty 
you know, and, and then, um, you know, being a cosmetologist, when I have someone sit in my chair, I start out with them one way. And as I go through the process and at the end of the time, when they're, when I'm done and I turn them around and look themselves in the mirror and they see this beauty. So the whole thing is just the beauty that I see just from the cosmetology, you know, to, to, to ministry, beautifying the soul. And then, you know, of course, just working on our mental and our minds and that, that is that's where it's birthed out from me and just to encourage everyone you know that you can be beautiful and it doesn't matter what your outer appearance looks like because you know you can work on the inner beauty and it, 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 okay if i can uh maggie what, what, what i tell people all the time because you know being single you know we have conversations sometimes and so we might look at a couple and be like he is so nice looking how did she get him because we're looking at the outer appearance right but god looks at the heart and so we will look at them and be like how did she get him or how did he get her well the outer appearance may not be what you consider beautiful but the inner the inner so they're beautiful on the inside so they may not look what you think is beautiful on the outside but that person who is with them has seen the inner beauty that they possess and that is what has caused them to love them and want them and have them in their lives so that's how the book got started i think i may have talked a little bit too much right there but no 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 i could listen to you forever talking about this topic because it is such a vital topic and it is something that we don't think about inner beauty and allowing the lord to go in there and clean us up you know and you know god Man looks on the outside, but God looks at the heart. And, the heart. and so when we think about beauty and we think of it only from a, a perspective of, um, excuse me, Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm getting all teary, I know. <laughs> uh, when we think about it only from one aspect, we're there again. We're just like putting that thing in a box, and we've got to expand beyond that. We've got right. to realize that you know I'm a spirit, soul, and body person. Okay, right. And right. so we're whole, and that's and right. that's where we become whole. And you know when I meet with people, the first thing I say, we we look at where you're at spiritually. Mm -hmm. Where you're at emotionally, you know, your soul realm, your mind, will, and emotions. What are you thinking yeah. about? What are you doing? Because toxic thoughts will make you look ugly. I'm just saying. Yes, they will. I mean, look at yes, this. They will. <laughs> right. It it takes more muscles right. in your face to frown than it does to smile. Smile. Mm -hmm. And so when you've got that thing going on, it's an inner working that outwardly comes out. Right. And so it doesn't matter what your eye color is, what your hair color is, you know, right. how tall you are, how big, small, you know. I mean, God made us all beautiful. Mm -hmm. and, you know, to say that we're not is mm -hmm. saying that well, you just didn't do your job. No. Right. God never. We miss it. God right. did not miss it. He did not mess up whenever he created you. You were beautiful. Not. For those of you watching today, you are beautiful. Yes. So, wow, that's so good, Melissa. I can see this really changing the lives of, of people to see themselves, how God sees us. Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest thing in the body yes. of Christ is because, you know, we can look at people and say, well, you know, uh, well, of course God loves Melissa Johnson. You know, she, mm -hmm. she grew up in a church and she loves mm -hmm. people and da, 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 da. But they sometimes do not know who, who they are in Christ. Who they are. In and Christ. so it's all based on your identity. Mm -hmm. And if you can not, you know, put your identity or find your identity in Christ, you will look for your identity in the world and right. you'll look for the world to affirm you. And man, that's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous because they're not going to affirm you correctly. That's exactly right. That's mm -mm. exactly right. And then you're going to beat up and hurt and all of that stuff. And then you got to go through all the inner healing and mm -hmm. the counseling and all of that. All of that. Wonderfully made is who we mm -hmm. are. And that's, that's amazing. So you, 
the book is available on Amazon right now, but there's like a, a launch, right? You're, mm -hmm. you're doing this. Tell, tell me a little bit about what you're doing behind the scenes with the group that you're working with on this book. And what does that look like? Is that going to be offered again later on, maybe? Yes, it is. Um, and so what I am doing is um, I have uh, written the book. And so what I've done is put together a um, an empowerment class with or a master class with the book. And so we are walking through the book. Um, it's about an eight week course. Um, so we're we're doing that right now. And uh, once we have completed that course, and of course, I'm going to have them all share their testimonials and we're going to launch the uh then I will release the class and we'll offer the class for people to be able to take the class. Um, as far as the book, I am going to release it, um, you know, to the public um, March the, the 7th, I think it is March the 7th. And so it'll be ready, um, you know, for, for, for sale, for anyone to purchase it, those who would like it. Um, I just believe that it's going to bless, you know, the hearts of people, like you said, male and female, yeah. um, because I have found that there is, there, there are as many men who feel or who have um, low esteem, you know, who, who, who don't feel attractive, who don't feel uh, that they have anything to offer, you know, it's just as many men as it is women. And sure. so, like you said earlier, it's not, it's not just about women being beautiful, but we want, you know, you want beautiful men. Because right. when we're talking about beautiful, we're talking about spirits. Yes. You know, we're talking about being beautiful in spirit. And um, if I can say this also, Maggie, um, you know, the Bible tells us, and we quote it all the time, worship the Lord in the beauty of, mm -hmm. of holiness. And for a long time, I was thinking that um, it was referring to the fact you know, of, of God being beautiful, the you know, the beauty of his holiness. But as I've studied it, I found that word with their uh, beauty to mean decor or decoration. Right. So it's saying worship the Lord in, in, in decor, decorated in holiness. Right. Ooh. Decorated in being consecrated, decorated, you know, in, in, in being just set apart. And so when we come to worship the Lord, we worship him in, in the beauty, which is us of holiness. So that when he looks at us, he sees us as beautiful, you know, because of the of, of our consecration and our holiness and us going through the process. And so, you know, when, when I look around, I just I'm. I'm, I'm just finding that everything is beautiful, you know, things that I did not notice before, you know, just the other day on, you know, the other morning woke up and just the sunrise, you know, and it was beautiful, you know, and I was like, ah, oh, look at his handiwork. It's just beautiful. So, you know, I just want to encourage everyone. We have a tendency to look at everything and see ugliness all the time, yes. but I just want to encourage us to just begin to see the beauty in everything and begin to see the beauty in people, even though they may not be what society has called beautiful you know look past that and because all of that is perishing you know and let's see the inner beauty that's in everyone Ooh, so. that's good man that is good i feel like i got my my food my dose this morning of good stuff <laughs> you know it is true i remember you know my life before christ and everything mm -hmm. was gloomy everything was dark everything was heavy and when i became a christian i started you know, it's almost like I seen colors for the first time, if that makes sense. Yes. And the makes more, sense. Yes. And and then the more freer I got, you know, because it took me it took me a long time. I'm like, I'm still on the powers wheel. OK, okay. You know, I got a counseling degree to figure out what the heck is wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't help somebody else until you, you know, you deal with your own stuff. And so mm -hmm. the, I remember, you know, starting to look at things and I like to take pictures. My sister mm -hmm. is a photographer and I, I love to get out and so forth. So people see me posting pictures of nature and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I know they're probably like, okay, we've seen those pretty woods before, but every day it's new to me. 
and I'll right. with my husband and, and I'll, I'll say, look, look, you know, just the beauty of a bird or, you know, an animal or the small child, the little mm -hmm. things where everything is coming forth, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everything that has breath, praises the Lord. And yeah. I'm telling you, his creation is beautiful and you yeah. all are beautiful. So mm -hmm. I encourage you to go to I am Melissa Johnson. Let me say mm -hmm. with an attitude, I am Melissa Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> with confidence and boldness. And I want you to go look in the mirror today and say, today. I am who I am says I am. Yes. <laughs> I am who I said. You know, my, my friend Susan Carter, she runs the Gap House of Prayer. She had mm -hmm. t-shirts made that mm -hmm. said that I am who I am says I am. Because All right. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And mm -hmm. if you're not feeling like that, I want you to look for this book. I want you to consider taking the mastermind. I want you to, you know, you reach out and, and follow her page and get those nuggets of truth. Because listen, we all work together. The mm -hmm. reason the keys to your best life was started is because God has, has put me in a situation where I know, and I'm just saying, I know the coolest people on the planet, period. Okay. Period. I, I just do. I know the coolest people on the planet. And I'm like, we all have so much to offer. And if we have to, you know, that iron sharpens iron. And mm -hmm. I'm a big person on accountability. Mm -hmm. And so I'm accountable to a lot of people. And I want to be able to say to, to my viewers and to those that follow you, Melissa, that listen, you need to get there. I can't I can't give you everything you need. The only person that can give you everything you need is the Lord. Okay, the Lord. Mm -hmm. but he uses people yes. like Melissa or myself or others that I bring on this broadcast to meet you where you're at, when you're at, you know, mm -hmm. and she can reach people I can't reach, you know. And so I encourage you guys, if you're struggling in this area, you need mm -hmm. to get the book. You need to follow the ministry. And if you're a pastor watching this, I encourage you to go watch Pastor Plus. And Pastor Plus isn't just for pastors, right? It's also for ministry leaders, right? Right. Correct. Good. But well. that includes me. Cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Lord never had me go get a brick and mortar. Our ministry, we have a 501c3. We are a ministry and mm -hmm. so forth. But we, we deal differently because the, we need all types of things to reach right. the people out there. Right. You know, right. some people aren't going to go to a Sunday morning service. And so right. there needs to be other people in areas. So mm -hmm. if you're watching this and you're thinking, you know, well, I don't have a call. I, I'm going to beg to differ with you. Beg to differ. Yes. God puts a calling in every one of it. And I don't care if your sphere of influence is in mm -hmm. the carpool line. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, at PTA meeting, the ball field, mm -hmm. you know, all of those places. Melissa, right. what would you say to those people that are just like, I am just a... That, I hate that statement because they'll say, mm -hmm. I am just a mom. Or, I am just a wife. Or, I'm just an employee or I'm just a business person. What would you say to those people that say, I'm just that? Mm -hmm. I, would, I would say to that person that says, I am just to, first of all, remove that word from your vocabulary, just because just is a word of limitation. Come what on. you are saying is that this is as far as I go. This is all that I have. Right. And I come to tell you that the devil is a liar because you have the holy God that lives on the inside of you. And he is many. He is multifaceted. That's why he says, I am that I am. I will be whatever you need me to be. And so whatever it is that you are, what, what, what dreams, listen, if you can dream it, if you can see it, then that means it's on the inside of you. You're not limited to just a mom. You're not limited to just a worker. You're not limited to just what, you know, a preacher. No, there is so much more on the inside of you. And I want to encourage you to tap into it. And if you don't know how to find it, then that's why we have coaches. Find you a right. coach, find you someone who will be able to draw that out, who will be able to draw the leader 
out of you, the entrepreneur out of you, the business person out of you, the motivator out of you, the speaker out of you. There is more to you. So cut that word just out. Never use it ever again, okay? Unless you're talking about justice, being a living justly. But that word, I am just, that is a word of limitation. And we serve a limitless God. Do not put boundaries on him and do not put boundaries on yourself. The, the sky is the limit. Whatever he told Abraham, look, lift up your eyes. When he left him, he said, lift up your eyes. And as far as you can see, I have already given it to you. As far as you can see in the spiritual realm, as far as you can see yourself and the things you can do, God said, you are able to do it. Set your feet, get to walking, get to doing it. And do not ever again say just because there is more to you than what you have been claiming. Come on, come on. Now, if that doesn't minister to somebody, I think you need to check your pulse. I'm just saying, come on, that's so good. And that is a common statement. And people say it and they don't think about what they're saying. You know, and of course, that's a... A whole mouth thing is a whole nother episode. So yeah. good. A whole nother conversation. Yeah. Yes, that is so good. And I love that. So she is a, a coach. And tell me what type of coach your definition, because we, we we say the word coach and a lot of people don't get that. I would not be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for coaching in my life. And so mm -hmm. tell them about your coaching stuff. Well, um, I, I call myself the renovation coach and I got that. <laughs> I got that from, um, <clears throat> from Romans 12, when it says to re, uh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so I look up the word, I, I'm a word, I'm a linguist. I love to look up words, right? To see what they mean. And so um, it meant renovate. It meant to renovate, renew meant to renovate. And so of course, when you're getting ready to renovate, you always have to tear down the old, you always have to pull up, tear down, knock down, whatever the case may be. And so the renovation coach, I'm here to help you knock down those old beliefs, help you pull up those and pluck up from the root, right? The the mindset and the, the, the myths and the things that's been planted in you that been programmed into your soul, into your spirit. We're going to get rid of all of that right and then we're going to put in place instead we're going to build you up into a new house um that is that's got the walls of the word of god right the foundation of the word of god and so we're going to see what god has said about it and what he says about the situation and that's how we're going to build this new house and so that's why i call myself the renovation coach and so i'm just here to just to talk you through it i'm just here just to help you to see you know help you to pull it out because a lot of times it's already on the inside of us we already know we just lack the confidence to believe it about ourselves and we just need somebody there, you know, to just draw it out of us and just to walk us through it and just to help us, you know, to know what the next place should be. And so that's all I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. I'm helping us to tear it down so that we can build it up again. That's all I'm doing. That's the renovation coach. <laughs> spiritual Joanna Gaines. Okay. okay. Spiritual Joanna Gaines. <laughs> okay. Tear it up and back. I love that. You know, that's what it takes. It, it takes that, you know, that dying to really dying to the flesh and yes. allowing the Lord to recreate mm -hmm. his original intent with us. Mm -hmm. His intent for us was not to be just one thing. His right. intent was to flow through us right. daily with what right. we say, what we do and how we impact the world around us. So right. Lord, I always ask my uh, viewers or I ask my host to share with the viewers, you know, the broadcast name is keys to your best life. I, I this I, it always reminds me of this little keys here. Okay. Um, <laughs> I always ask them to bring a key because I want people to think of this broadcast like a virtual keychain. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Where you just mm -hmm. add to stuff. And so mm -hmm. what would you like to add to what key would you like for them to walk away with today? You know, um, there's so many. So let me just, yes. let me, let me it's hard to narrow down. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. But I am going to say, you know, um, knowing, uh, with my gift being uh, a, a teacher, and I was, I was, I was thinking about this on the other day. Um, and Jesus said, "Come unto me, all of you that are burdened and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, uh, upon mm -hmm. you, and learn of me." And so that learn of me is what stood out to me the most, you know. And I, so I, the key that I would give. Uh, to everyone on the broadcast today is to always be a student, always be a learner. Never, never think that you know it all. Right. Right. Keep your ear open to to learn something new and especially about the Lord, um, you know, just continue to learn of him, continue to study, continue to get on, 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 um, you know, platforms such as this and listen and learn and have a takeaway. That's something I always, whenever I teach anything, I always leave room at the end of it to say, okay, what is your takeaway? Yes. What did you learn? Yes. You know, while you were here, while you spent this hour with me, what are you going to take away from this? And so I want to just encourage you. Your key is to always be open to learn always yes. be open to learn i tell you i thought when you think that you know all that there is to know about god he will open <laughs> himself up to you in a whole nother way and so just in this last week you know just the, the things that we've been and i was like oh my god i did not even know this about you but it has sparked something in me and so that's where that's where um you know i heard holy spirit remind me what jesus said learn of me learn of me join with me he said take my yoke a yoke is something where you marry you join join up with me right learn about me why because i came that you might have life and that you might have life more abundantly so how are we going to know how to live this abundant life how are we going to know how to do that unless we hook up and learn what jesus has to say and learn about him so that's the key that i'm going to leave right always be open to learn that's oh, such a good key. You know, the Apostle Paul told young Timothy, you know, to study to show himself approved. Yeah. If, if the Bible was meant yes. to figure out, you know, I heard somebody say one time, I read the Bible once. No, you know. What? I know, right. You know, <laughs> I get something new every time I look at it. Every um, time. Every my time. husband and I, um, we've been married six years and we've done the daily audio Bible mm -hmm. as, as a supplement to our study. Mm -hmm. It's not the main thing, but it is mm -hmm. a thing daily. Right. And I've been doing it, I guess, for probably about 10 years. Mm -hmm. and I get something new every time, you know, because in that broadcast, they use different translations. And I mm -hmm. might not have that translation on my show. I, I have a lot yeah. of them, but I might not have that one. And I'll hear something and I'll go, snap. Yeah. Yeah. I never heard it like that. And it'll yeah. put you into a study. And then I get to go deeper in that truth. Right. So, I love that key. That's my favorite key so far. <laughs> Nothing against my other broadcasters, but going deep in him will never do you wrong. Never. 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 So I'm always going to do you good. <laughs> what she said about takeaways, put your takeaways in the chat stream, share mm -hmm. this with your, you know, your friends. If you watch on the replay again, hashtag replay after in a little bit, we'll go back and we'll answer any questions. If you have questions for Melissa, she'll be happy to answer them. I love the fact that she is renovating lives, you mm -hmm. know, one, one, one person at a time and in group mm -hmm. settings and to the masses. So mm -hmm. Melissa, I want to thank you for coming on today with me. This has been an excellent broadcast. I've so loved it. And I yeah. hope to have you on in the future. I want to have you on again 
after you do that study so we can talk more about some of the takeaways and the Mm -hmm. transformation of these people that go through your mastermind. Such a great thing. So follow her on I am Melissa Johnson. Okay. (laughs) I am Maggie Cavanaugh. God bless you, sister. Thank you, viewers. Make sure you get this out and catch it on the podcast as well. Okay. Bye-bye.